Hey, Network Marketing Truth community. So I hope you had a great Easter weekend. And um, obviously what that signifies is the beginning of April is obviously we're already a, a quarter of the way through the year. 25%, one quarter, it's gone, it's done in 2018. So what I want to ask you is, how's your progression been? Compared to what you probably will have done, as, as most of us who are entrepreneurs do, we, we set goals and expectations in the new year. So how has it gone? How close did you get? Did you follow through on what you said you would? And what I would advise you to do, as I do a lot in these podcasts and, and teaching, coaching people, is to adopt a, a, a very professional business approach to your network marketing business. And what I mean by that is, as network marketers, we obviously simplify what we do. A lot of people that come into our teams, they have no business background. Maybe you didn't have a business background. So we keep things simple in the way in which we want to build this business. But that being said, there are certain additional skill sets that would really, and I guess even not skills, I suppose habits, that really would stand you in good stead if you would all want to reach what I call a professional level of network marketing. And what do I mean by professional? Well, the same as any other professional, someone who does it for a living. So if you ever want to reach the level whereby you do not need a job, you can have one if you want, but if you want to be in a position where, you know, you don't have to have a job, your network marketing career pays its way for you and supports your family, then I believe you're going to have to move above and beyond just the average Average performance, average habits, average results. And if you want above average, which being a professional is, we need to accept that we can't cheat the system, right? We have to adopt those professional habits. So here's a few that is very timely for you at this time of year. So it, regardless of your results, like regardless if you do really well, regardless if you didn't do really well, it's gone. There is no point in beating yourself up about that or giving yourself a huge pat on the back about that. Take some time to reflect and then let's move on and see how we can use this first quarter to then make sure that the next quarter, the next three quarters in fact, allows you to finish the year strong. So how do we do that? Well, something I, I highly advise you to do is to have a meeting with yourself. Chances are, unless you are at a already professional level, you will not be in a position where you have coaches, where you can have what's really useful is an external voice, an external eye to say, hey, do you realize when you do that, it looks this way? Do you realize when you say that, it's incorrect and consider this? And how about this plan of action? So you need to perform that role as best you can for yourself. So I have a meeting with myself every single week, once a week, and I review what worked, what didn't work, and what can I take from that? And I also have quarterly meetings. So I would advise you at the end, at some point in time, it's the end of, a, of the first quarter, to take a look at where you went right and where you went wrong. And correct, correct that. Look at what worked. Did you exceed a goal? Did you do better than you thought? Did you get more signups? Did you make more sales? Did you Do you feel better about what you're doing now? And if that's the case, how can you do more of what led you to that positive result? And then on the flip side of that, you know what I'm going to say, right? But it doesn't, it's not harmful to hear it one more time. Where did you fall short? Where didn't things go to plan? Where did you think, you know what, I wish I could have done better, I should have done better, I could have done better. And how can you correct that? 
don't just leave it at that. It's useless beating yourself up for something that's in the past. What can you learn from it? Because it's all about perception. And if you can look at those temporary failures and say, you know what, I can actually gain something from that and actually help you go even bigger and better in the future, well, then it actually served a very useful purpose. I remember when I used to compete in ground fighting, I ended up becoming a British champion in ground fighting, but plenty of times I didn't do well in competitions. And at first, I didn't really understand and I wasn't really reflective or external to my own performance. I'd turn up, I'd compete, sometimes I'd do well, sometimes I wouldn't do well, and then I'd just carry on with the training, and I never really reflected on that. And that's a key key way or an easy way to waste lots of time. And what I did is I read a book, I can't remember what the name of it was now, it was a grappling-specific book, a martial arts-specific book, and he spoke in this book about creating a game plan that allows you to really think about what it is that you're doing in the moment and, and move through a specific plan of action to basically set good habits and stick to those habits, uh, you know, set them in a way in which it's going to allow you to maximize your chances and your potential. So I started doing that. I started putting towards uh, putting together a game plan for the competitions mentally and physically. Where were my strengths? Where would I need to, where, what would I need to uh, get stronger in? Where should I really try and avoid allowing myself to be put? And where should I try and get my competitor so that I could make them play my game? You hear this all the time in professional sports when someone wins or loses. They say, hey, I made them play my game. Or the loser says, I got dragged into their game. We hear this often in combat sports. And that was the key to me winning a British championship. I, I got really good at imposing my will on my opponent and making them play my game to my strengths and potentially their weaknesses. And that's what you've got to do with yourself. If you are really, really, really good and you are, you know, you exceed expectations using the telephone, well, let's start to look at ways that you can incorporate more of that in your business. If you hate using the telephone and you can't stand calling people up, let's look at how we can strengthen that so it's not something you avoid, but let's look at perhaps using more online strategies so that you can minimize that weakest area. It's a very simple process when you allow yourself to take a step outside and work externally. The first time I read about this concept was in a book called The E-Myth Revisited. We were in a health and fitness club and it was struggling and I was looking for a way Even back then, I should have found network marketing, right? I was looking for a way to build a business, but without it being time intensive. So I'd realized that we were making a lot of money at this point in the gym that we owned, but we were always there. My wife and I were always there. And no matter how many staff we brought on, we just couldn't replicate any percentage of what we were doing. So we were struggling. You know, we were really, really mentally and physically, even in our early 20s, just getting exhausted. So I bought this book. It was actually a recommendation from a friend of mine. He said, you know, I can, it's written all over your face. You should read this book. And I think it's Michael Gerber, his name was. He said, you need to work, find time to work on your business, not just in your business. And I replicate this all the time in network marketing in my teachings. You are the lead generation person, aren't you? You are the recruiter. You are the salesperson, the closer, the social media marketer, the accountant, the strategist, everything. You cannot possibly think you can do all those things, even average. You have to find where you excel 
and then start to address the areas where you're falling short and you need to find a way to be effective with your time, not efficient. Someone that's efficient just plows on through that to-do list regardless of adjustments, regardless of feedback. Someone far superior in business is effective and they're willing and open to change and they're willing and open to their shortcomings and they're self-aware enough to have these weekly meetings and especially now is a great opportunity to have a quarterly meeting, what worked, what didn't work, how can you minimize the bad, strengthen the weak and play to your strengths. And of course, common sense dictates that when you do that over and over and over again, you gradually get to a position like I did when I won the British title. And that was, I'd got so, so, so good at focusing and getting straight to the game plan that I knew suited me best, that everyone else that I stepped into that uh, mat with, into that competition arena with, they didn't really stand a chance because right from the get-go, my focus was on getting to my game and playing to my strengths. And they were reacting constantly to that game that I imposed. Now, imagine if you had that same level of effective aggression playing for you in your favor in the game of network marketing. From personal experience, I can tell you that it makes a huge, huge difference to the direction, the fun, the fulfillment of what you've got, and ultimately the results and the success that you can have for yourself and impact and inspire those around you with. So it's now in April, a quarter has gone. What are you going to do with that information? What are you going to do with those results? And more importantly, what are you going to learn from them and do with that information and reflection for the rest of this year? Go create a day in a life that counts. Always have more desires and excuses. If you want my help with something in your business, if you want to reach out to me, I'll leave a link in the description where you can do that. It may take me a day or two, but I promise you, I take time out my day every day to respond back to your messages. So I will get back to you with a direct response and an honest response to your question. I'll leave that in the description for you. So I'll catch you really soon. Enjoy this podcast. I hope you found it useful. Feel free to share it with your team or on social media if you think it would offer value to others. And I'll catch you really soon. Enjoy the rest of your day.